We are on episode four, and I'm really excited for this one because I've had several people tell me that they are excited to hear this topic. And it can kind of be summed up into one question that causes a lot of overwhelm for a lot of people. And it can be summed up into one question What are we having for dinner? I used to hate this question so much and there are days like I still think about when we didn't have the plan in place that we have now and it's so stressful. It's such a small thing but it's something you can't skip. I mean it's pretty vital to make sure that you eat every day but sometimes it is just way more work than it needs to be and we're going to make it easier for you today. So I summed up to 12 easy steps that we do for meal planning and I'm going to share them with you today to help you stop stressing over this and it will make your life a whole lot easier when it comes to feeding your family. You will have a plan so that you do not have to stress about this when you're tired after a long day. You'll no longer have to go to make dinner and then realize that you forgot to pull the chicken out of the freezer and you won't have veggies rotting in the produce drawer because despite the good intentions, it just seems like way too much work to clean extra vegetables when all you want to do is get dinner on the table as quickly as you can after a long day. We won't have that anymore. It will be easier. It will be so much more streamlined. So you're probably going to want to take notes on this episode. It is a little, ex- it's easy, but it's a little extensive. So grab a pen and paper and write some notes on this one and let's get started. Are you ready to stop the chaos, the stress, the overwhelm that's filling your life? I'm Renee Matt, and together you and I are going to build simple routines that are going to change your life. When you put these habits into practice, you're going to be able to organize your life in a way where you can be there for your family, pay off your debt, save money, your house can stay organized, you don't have to stress about what's for dinner, and you still get time for yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Routine Advantage Podcast. So I don't know what you think of when you think of menu planning, but what pops into my head is Pinterest, where you can get super fancy and you can do the full menu boards, the chalkboard boards, the whiteboards, the recipe cards that are pinned up, spreadsheets. And if you can think of any functionality for menu planning, I have done them all. Over the years, I have tried so many different things. And what we are currently doing is actually the most simple and basic and easy to maintain and it works. And so I'm excited to share that because I think it's going to make things a whole lot easier for you. And so what we use right now as the board and the placement for our menu planner is actually a 12-month wall calendar. And it's clean. It is just a very simple black and white with heavy cardstock pages. And the one thing is it does have the spiral bound uh, calendar so that it lays flat against the wall. And what we have done is just take a little 3M hook inside our kitchen cabinet and pegged it up inside the cabinet. Uh, By doing it this way, we do have a very small kitchen, so it keeps the kitchen from looking cluttered, but it keeps it super accessible to be able to just open the cupboard and see the plan that we have for our meals coming up. And it doesn't take up a whole lot of room. Even if you have a small kitchen, you don't have to do this giant menu board if you don't have a lot of space or if you don't like the look of that on the wall. It just makes it really easy. It doesn't make everything look cluttered. 
And one of my favorite things about doing it on a calendar like this is that when you get stuck in a rut and you cannot think of meals, all you have to do is look at your previous weeks because you literally have months of meal plans right at your fingertips. It makes it so easy. I don't know why it took me so long to think about doing it on just a simple wall calendar, but it works so well. So once you have your calendar and the hook and it's ready to go, let's walk through the process of how I would plan for a meal. And typically we do a week at a time. If you are home on the weekends and you're able to do this process on a weekend, it probably will start you off on a really good week because come su- or come Monday morning, you already have everything ready to go and you're done. Unfortunately, weekends don't work really well for us um, at all. <laughs> so we've had to adjust a little bit. And so we actually run on a cycle of Tuesday, through Monday. And that what is what works best for us. So take this process and then decide what cycle it works best for your family and then adjust it as you need to. Uh, if you want to run it on a two-week cycle, that's totally fine. And you could do a lot of cool things with that and have so much freedom. Even if you want to plan out for a month at a time, like just start with something and adjust as needed or start with our exact way of doing it and then tweak it for what works best for you. So anyway, let's get to it. The first thing that I do is when I'm looking at the week ahead, I review our schedule, like our personal calendar and we block off any days that we won't be needing to make dinner. Uh, If we're going to be out of town, if we have plans to go out, things like that, I block off those nights first. And then I also pick a day to do fridge sweep. And this is a day where it could be uh, trying to eat up leftovers. It could be just when you know when you have a lot of ingredients in the fridge and you don't have anything really planned for a meal, but there's so much food and you're not really sure what to do with it. It's getting really creative and challenging yourself to make something with what you have and to try and use up everything so that you're not putting things to waste. So we have a a day dedicated to a fridge sweep and that's what we call it and that's what we do. So once you have all the days blocked off for when you're busy and then you have a day for fridge sweep, you see what's left. And so if that is, you know, five days left out of the week, you know you have to plan for five dinners. And so I do a quick inventory of the fridge, the freezer, and the pantry. And I just do it more mental, a mental inventory if it works better for you. Go ahead and take a notebook and write it down. Uh, It's just a little too time consuming for me. And I've gotten really uh, quick at just being able to scan and kind of come up with meals. So over time, when you get used to doing this, it will uh, get a little bit easier. But you want to just take an inventory of what you have in the fridge, freezer, and pantry that you can use within the next week. And if there's anything that's going to be going bad in the next week, you obviously are going to either want to make sure you use them early on in your next couple of meals, or if you know you're not going to be using them, get rid of them right away. Don't wait for them to go bad in the fridge. Uh, I know I'm not going to be advocating for wasting food at all. That's not my intention. So please don't take it that way. But what I'm saying is like, 
make sure you're using up what you can or get rid of it because otherwise it's just going to clutter up your fridge and it just makes it hard to stay on track when you are uh, doing this process of keeping dinners quick and easy. Once you take a quick inventory of those areas, then when I'm writing out the meals, I actually like to start with the protein. It makes it so much easier to think of a meal when you start with the protein. So if I know that we have chicken or I want to make chicken, I know right away I can pair chicken and I can do a grilled chicken salad or we can do chicken burrito bowls, chicken teriyaki stir fry, chicken and roasted veggies, things like that. If we have ground beef in the freezer or ground venison because we are hunters. Uh, We could do uh, chili, taco salad, burgers, uh, things like that. And then, you know, maybe it's burgers and sweet potato fries. It makes it a lot easier when you start with the protein to kind of build your veggies on top. And one of the things that we like to do is kind of look at what you have, but also think about the ingredients that you already have in your fridge or that you're planning to purchase. And try to use similar ingredients in the meals you're planning if you can to save time and money. Because then you can buy different things in bulk and use it for a variety of meals. So maybe it is like if you have the chicken salad and you've got chicken burrito bowls and stir fry, you know you can use uh broccoli with the stir fry and in the salad, but then you can use lettuce on the salad and the burrito bowls and you can use uh, bell peppers and onions in all of it and things like that where you can use similar ingredients even though they're different dishes, if that makes sense. So once you have your dinners planned out, that's the first step. It doesn't take very long once you get used to doing that. Then you kind of think about your breakfasts and lunches. You could do a different one each day. However, I would recommend just picking one or two. If you really don't like eating the same thing several times, you could do three. But try and do like one or two different breakfasts and lunches that you can do all week long and then maybe switch it up the next week and do something different to have that alternating uh, options. I really like doing uh, yogurt parfaits for breakfast, or you could do maybe an oatmeal bake or scrambled eggs and sweet potato hash, and then just have that for multiple days and just kind of maybe every other day or however you want to do it. For lunches, maybe it is uh, chef salads or sandwiches and wraps with fresh veggies. Again, it's similar ingredients that you're using in your dinners. You're just using them in a different way. Uh, You could be like my husband. And I'll do a quick plug here. We were, <laughs> it's just kind of a funny story, actually. Maybe you're not interested in this, but I'll, I'll tell you anyway, and you can skip over it if you're not interested. But uh, he, we were talking and we realized that he has been eating the same lunch for four years. On weekdays, he eats the same thing every day. And there is no way that I could do that. Like by the time I hit like day three of the same thing, I'm like, yeah, I'm over this. I'd rather just not eat it because <laughs> I get so bored and I need way more variety than he does when it comes to lunches. Uh, but he, he loves what he makes and that's it's the same thing every day. And I, I don't know how he does it, but maybe you're that person and then you can just pick one and it makes it super easy. Or maybe you're like me and it might cost you a little bit more money to get a little bit more variety, but you got to do what works for you. Anyway, 
Uh, segue done. Um, let's go. <laughs> let's move on. So when once you have your breakfast and lunches picked, then you're going to create your grocery list. <clears throat> and so when you do this, I really, really like using Google Notes. It is an app. You can download it on your app store, whether you have an Android or an iPhone. If you're not used to using uh, Google Drive or Google Notes or anything like that, it is totally okay and it's very easy. Uh, if you're using Google Notes, you do have to have a Gmail email address, but it's super easy to just sign up for one. It is free and then you can use those Google uh, Google products. And uh, the notes function is just, I really like it because you can list everything out and then you can reorganize it and drag it and sort it in the order of the store layout. So I know that when I'm walking into the store, all the produce is going to be first. So I can create my list in the order of going through day by day um, what I need for each meal. But then once I make my list, I can drag it and organize it to make it super easy when I walk into the store and I just go straight down my list in order. Uh, and I just really like that feature of being able to do that on Google Notes. And I also use the checkbox function on it so that when you are going through your list, when you walk in, you can actually just click the checkbox and it crosses it out and it drops it to the bottom. So by the time you get through all of your items that are on your list, uh, there are no more items on your list. So it just it's just a handy little free thing that I use and it just makes it really easy. So if you are in need of something like that, I highly recommend Google Notes. So once you have your list done, then you need to decide when you're going to go shopping and you're going to prep. And this is one thing that I would really, really highly recommend doing uh, at the same time. So making sure you have a big enough chunk of time to get all of this done at once. If you need to do all this planning process and get your list in place and all of those things, if you need to do that ahead of time, totally fine. But when it comes to actually shopping, I think it's really important to make sure you have a chunk of time uh, blocked out. So maybe you do your planning on a Thursday and then you know that you're ready to go and you're ready to do the shopping on Saturday morning. Uh, do obviously what works for you. When you uh, get ready to go shopping, what you're going to want to do is go through your fridge uh, and get rid of anything that's going to go bad and clean it out so that when you get home, your fridge is already clean and you're ready to start fresh. If you need to wash out any dishes so you're ready to have those for prepping, then make sure those are in the dishwasher or you clean them ahead of time so that when you get home, you aren't dealing with dirty dishes and trying to get everything organized when you get home with all of these groceries. So once you do that, you're going to go shopping, check them off with your Google Notes because it's super easy. And then you're going to come home and what I do is I clean the sink or make sure the sink is all cleaned out and then I fill it with cold water and about a half a cup of white vinegar and then I put in any fruit that I have. It's the blueberries, the strawberries, things like that and I let them sit and uh, soak in this vinegar water to clean all of the chemicals and stuff off of them while I put the pantry items away. And then I rinse off the fruit and I lay it on paper, paper <laughs> I can't talk, on paper towels to dry 
And then I refill the sink and do the same thing with the vegetables, the bell peppers, the broccoli, cauliflower, things like that. And I finish putting the rest of the stuff away at that time while that is soaking and cleaning. And then after it has soaked for about 10, 15 minutes, I rinse all the veggies off and then I is that's when I start prepping. So what I like to do is I clean and chop the celery and carrots, the broccoli, the cauliflower, and for the bell peppers, what I like to do is I remove the seeds and I you leave them in larger chunks. And if you flip a bell pepper over so that the stem side is on the counter and then you slide your knife down each of the humps of a bell pepper, it goes and it carves out around this mound of seeds in the center and you're left with these big chunks of bell pepper and you don't make a mess of the seeds, the stem's gone, you don't waste any of the pepper, it's awesome. And then by leaving them in those big chunks, it makes it really easy to just cut them into big squares for the, you know, chicken teriyaki stir fry, or you can just slice them really thinly for fajita vegetables, things like that. It just makes it super easy. So those are all pre-cleaned and cut. And then uh, when I get the veggies cleaned and then put away into containers, I really like using uh, meal prep containers. You can get them on Amazon or Walmart. I got ours from Aldi when they were doing one of those seasonal things. But they're meal prep containers that are, uh, they have like a tray on the bottom and then they have this uh, ventilation where they have some airflow in there. And it helps keep your vegetables fresher longer. And they are game changers. Not only do they keep your veggies and fruit fresh longer, but they also allow you by getting everything cleaned and prepped ahead of time, it makes it so incredibly easy to just go grab veggies for snacking when you're hungry or when you are going to make dinner, having all those things cleaned. When I'm putting chicken and roasted veggies in, I know that I have to just put parchment onto a baking sheet and toss some of the broccoli and cauliflower out of those prepped veggie containers and sprinkle it onto a baking sheet and sprinkle it with some uh, olive or avocado oil and seasonings, pop it in the oven. It's super easy. It's already done. Um, That's one of my favorite meals to do that and then have Tony grilled chicken because it comes together so incredibly quick. Uh, So if you have uh, the money to spend on those meal prep containers, do it. You will you will not be sorry. Um, and it just, it just makes it your life so much easier. <laughs> it just makes everything last so much longer. Um, anyway, so now once you have your veggies clean and you're put away, wait until your fruit is fully dry to put that away. Otherwise it does mold faster. So, um, once it's dry, it will stay fresher longer. And if you're concerned about how, to store certain items, especially when it comes to produce, you could Google uh, and have kind of a cheat sheet of what needs moisture, what needs airflow, what needs to be sealed off, things like that. And those are really handy if you are not sure on different types of uh, produce to make things last a lot longer in your fridge. So once you are done prepping the fruits and veggies, you could also do more meal prep at this time. We don't like doing a lot of cooked foods 
early and then doing leftovers all week. I know a lot of people do that. If you like doing that, this is a great time to get all of that stuff prepped. Uh, But if you're more like us and you just like doing a lot of the veggie prep and the tedious stuff ahead of time and then cooking your meats and cooking your vegetables fresh that night, uh, this is the way that we do it. And you could also pull out uh, meats and chicken and do the marinades, or you could make a big batch of um, like an oatmeal bake or a bunch of hard boiled eggs at this time, things like that. So you could have eggs for egg salad or just for snacking, or maybe it's for your chef salads for lunch, things like that. So this is a really good time to do that while everything is getting cleaned and prepped and put into the fridge so it's ready to go. But once we do this, then when you're looking at your week ahead, you have your entire week planned out, all your veggies are cleaned, and you're ready to go. If your meats are in the freezer, this is the practice I want you to do. Every night when you're making dinner, look ahead at your calendar. So look at the meals that are coming up. Do you need to take any meats out of the freezer? Uh, Maybe look a couple days ahead of time for that because sometimes it takes more than 24 hours to thaw something in the fridge, depending on how much you're pulling out. Uh, Do you need to uh, look ahead at some of the prepping and see if you can just kind of do the same thing that night for tomorrow? So maybe it's a matter of chopping extra onions tonight so that you don't have to do it for the meal tomorrow. Maybe it's chopping extra lettuce tonight so that it's ready for the salads and burrito bowls in the next two days. Things like that that you can pare down and do the same activity for multiple meals is always a really good way to manage your time when it comes to making things much easier for dinner. So I hope this kind of pulled things together and gave you some ideas for meal planning for yourself. I will recap these 12 steps for you just to make it a little bit easier. So let's go through them one by one and uh, do a little recap. So number one, get your calendar and look at your week ahead. Block off the days that you don't need to make dinner. Number two, add a fridge sweep day. Number three, do a quick inventory of your fridge, your freezer, and your pantry. Number four, start adding a meal to each remaining day that isn't already blocked off, starting with your protein, add your veggies and the extras. Number five, as you fill in each of those days, Think about the ingredients and try to use similar ingredients so that you can save time and money. Number six, add one to three breakfast and lunch ideas that you can do all week long. Number seven, create your grocery list in Google Notes and sort it by the area that you go and walk through in the store. Number eight, clean your fridge before you shop. Number nine, go shopping. Number 10, get home and clean your fruit while you put away your pantry items. Number 11, clean and prep your veggies. If you have other things to prep, do it at that time. And number 12, make it a habit to look at the days ahead every night and pull from the freezer or prepare extra if you can. I know 12 steps sounds like a lot of steps, but when you do this same routine over and over and over, you get so quick at it and you do it without even thinking about it and it becomes second nature and it makes the planning process 
so easy and then your whole family can just look at the calendar and know what's ready and you're all on the same page like literally on the same page of the calendar but it just takes so much stress off your shoulders when you know that everything is planned out for the week Half the stuff is already prepped, so you don't have to worry about trying to find the time to do that. Dinner becomes so quick, and it's just something you do rather than a hassle that you have to deal with, and it just makes your evenings so much more relaxing, and your veggies will stop rotting in the produce drawer drawer because making dinner just is easy. And the other bonus that I have not mentioned about doing it this way is that because there is less prep there is also less cleanup every night. Most of the mess comes when you're doing all of the prep work, when you get home from the grocery store, and then it's done. And so when you are making dinner each night, cleanup is minimal, so it just takes a few minutes to just get everything clean and finished, and the rest of the evening is done. Like, the kitchen's clean, and dinner's completed, and everything's ready to go, and Meat's already thawing in the fridge for tomorrow. It just it just makes everything so much easier. And so I hope that this helps give that to you so that you can take one more thing off of your plate when everything gets overwhelming. It's helped us a ton to do our meal planning this way. So hopefully you find value in it as well. And next week, we are going to be talking about keeping a tidy home and keeping up on laundry by implementing a daily seven home routine that takes just 30 to 40 minutes. I can't talk today. 30 to 40 minutes a day. And it just, again, makes your life so much easier. So if you're ready for the daily seven home routine to keep a tidy home, uh, tune in next week. So I will see you on the next episode. Did you love that episode or learn something useful? If so, would you do me a huge favor? My goal is to grow this podcast and help as many women as I can break free from the overwhelm so they can truly enjoy their life. The best way for me to do this is for you to leave a five-star written review on your podcast app and to share this episode with a friend or in your Instagram stories. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you on the next episode. Take care.